Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour History. I'm your host, Professor Harpin, and today is Independence Day. So I believe the country is 247 years old this year? No, that's wrong. It's 246, which may seem pretty old, but it's actually very young um, for a country. There are plenty of countries around the world that have been you know, around for many more centuries than the United States. But so, you know, today is our 246th birthday. So I was originally going to do a recap episode from last year, and then I thought, no, no, let's do something a little bit different. So today I'm going to look at, and I'm going to talk about some rankings in the United States (laughs) compared to other world countries. Um, overall, these are all from usnews.com. So overall, the United States is ranked number six around the world, um, was ranked number seven two years ago. And in general, it says adventure, we're ranked number 31. Agility is number one. We'll see why, I guess. Cultural influence is number three. Entrepreneurship, number three. Heritage, number 16. Open for business, number 45. Power, number one. Quality of life, number 20. And social purpose, number 19. So when it comes to adventure, we're ranked number 31 out of all the countries in the world. Our score for friendliness is 26 out of 100. (laughs) For fun is 51. Good for tourism, uh, our rating is 68. Pleasant climate, 25. Scenic, 43. And it says sexy is 9.5. I don't know how they find that out. But we are, I guess, moderately considered adventurous. Right? We rank um, 39.7 overall for all of those things combined. Now, scenic, I would think that some of the national parks are probably a big part of that, especially here in the western part of the country. I was kind of interested in the agility one. So we're ranked number one, um, the best country for agility. Um, It says adaptable, 63 out of 100, dynamic, 95, modern was 100, progressive, 88.9. I don't know where they got that from, but I guess compared to many other countries, you know, I guess. um, Responsive is 93.7. Cultural influence. So overall, our cultural influence, we're the third most culturally influential country And our score is 85.7, and that's made up out of the average of these particular subcategories. So culturally significant in entertainment, 88 out of 100. That's going to be largely because of Black American culture, um, because Black American culture from jazz, hip-hop, R&B, you know, all of that is, um, you know, dance, fashion is seen and replicated throughout the world. So (laughs) you're welcome, America. Fashionable, 67 out of 100. Happy is actually 15. So interestingly enough, that's the lowest score within this group, which says obviously like Americans are not generally very happy. Influential culture, 70 out of 100. Strong consumer brands is 100. Prestige is 76. And trendy is 89.5. 
Let's see another one. Power. So we're number one. We're rated number one in the world for power. And then it's made up of these subcategories. So a leader, we have a score out of 100. Again, I take into consideration that this is usnews.com. So... <laughs> Um, economically influential, 99 out of 100. Strong exports, 87, which is interesting to me. I would wonder what some of those exports are, especially because we import so much, um, but maybe we're importing parts to make other things. Politically influential is 98. I can see that. Strong international alliances, that I can see that. 99 with regard to um, you know NATO and the UN and other you know world alliance organizations that we have and alliances with individual countries in general and a strong military 97.6 so that's obviously going to be an arm of imperialism which is very important for that quality of life we're actually ranked number 20 out of all the countries in the world and the overall score was 46 out of 100 and the subcategories are a good job market so our score was 82 for a good job market affordable is actually 7.9 which is really important we are dealing with hyperinflation right now um at the time of recording this you know gas has been through the roof in general the last few weeks last few months and um I know the price of chicken has gone up, the price of just meat in general. So, yeah, we've been dealing with inflation. And even before dealing with this last bout of inflation, we have not had wages that rose to meet the cost of living. So it has become much less affordable. The middle class, quote unquote, is shrinking. But I'll save that for another podcast. So I'm not surprised that we only scored like an eight out of 100 for the affordability of the country, which obviously is going to affect the quality of life for the overwhelming majority of Americans. Economically stable. So the country um, was scored at 73. So I can see why the country is economically stable because, again, of all of the alliances we have, because of the imperialism that we are involved in overseas that make sure that we have a steady supply of cheap labor as well as cheap goods and services and not that you know that's a bad thing overall but I can see how it adds to the economic stability of the nation and also helps keep the American dollar strong I'm sure that's a large part of that ranking see family friendly is actually only 48 percent like 48 points out of 100 so that's interesting now for family friendly i would assume that it's not just things like you know (laughs) can you have kids in these areas but also what sort of infrastructure do we have family infrastructure that allows people to you know raise take care of tend to their children, build a quality bond with their children. We don't really have an economy and a livelihood that makes that possible for most Americans because most Americans have to work multiple jobs for you know each adult member of the family just to make ends meet. So that will affect the family-friendly score, I'm sure. Okay, now income inequality. Income equality, excuse me. So our income equality score is only 10 out of 100, which is not surprising at all. And that goes back to things being affordable. That actually has a lot to do with um, 
how we're only about halfway, you know, considered a family friendly country, that things are completely unaffordable now, that is going to affect it. Um, within this country, our income is in unequal between different races of people, ethnicities, genders. So we know that we don't have income equality in general. And then on top of that, there are a whole lot of other barriers to income equity. So of course, that makes sense to me that we only have um, 10 points on income equality. Politically stable, 27.8. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I know we had a, I would kind of want to know what it was before the insurrection. Um, but, you know, I know I talked about this in a previous podcast, but it was more than just the insurrection. For those of you who may not have known around that time, there were plots that were foiled from people, disgruntled people in these chat rooms, etc., that wanted to kidnap some elected officials. Um, one of them was a woman. I think it was in Michigan, um, a female representative. And there were some men who were planning to kidnap her. So, yeah, that's bad. Um, let's see, something else. Safe. So the country is only only has 10 points with regard to the safety. Let's see here. It says, well-developed public education system has a 70 out of 100. And I can see how that score would be that way as far as the design. But, of course, like with most school statistics and even within school districts, the wealthier neighborhoods are going to help inflate that score. So the well-developed health, public health system is only 31. <laughs> so that's a pretty big disparity, right? Um, when it comes to well-developed public education system, it has a 70, but well-developed public health, it's only 32 30, yeah, 31.9, so 32. And the overall score, like I said, our quality of life, we're ranked number 20 in the world for quality of life. And one of the last categories is social purpose. So the United States is ranked number 19 around the world for social purpose with an overall score of 34.9. And then it's broken down into quite a few little categories. So cares about animal rights, 40%. Cares about human rights is 29.6. And I just want to say something about that. Um, for the class that I teach at UCSD, before we have the before the department developed the final that we have now, I used to allow students to pick any topic that they wanted to make us aware about um, that is relevant in the world. And, you know, you had students who would do things about environmentalism. There was a really great presentation, I've talked about this before, about nurdles or, you know, microplastics, as they're also called, reproductive rights, LGBTQ rights in Russia, like lots of great different um, categories, like the myth of the model minority, like Asian stereotypes. And one of the only stipulations that I gave students was that it had to be about something that affected human beings. And... Seeing this statistic only makes me only makes me feel even more justified in well back when I did that back when we had that type of a final in my class that I teach because as you know was just shared more Americans care about animal rights than human rights and of course we definitely need people to care about animal rights 100% however a lot of people don't care on the same way about human rights, and that allows them to disregard the lived experience of other human beings. And so 
I was generally pretty picky about what types of animal rights presentations that were allowed in class. Now, Cares About the Environment is actually only two out of a hundred, which is terrible because, of course, we need people who care about the environment. Um, as you've heard Roland and I talk about on the podcast before, and then I also talk about the podcasts myself in the past, that I think that a lot of people who would otherwise care about the environment don't always have the ability to because of where they fit on that Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if they don't have their basic needs met, like if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, so you're dealing with food insecurity, you're dealing with housing insecurity, you're dealing with um, financial insecurity, you don't know where you're going to live, where you may sleep that night, you're not as concerned about the environment. So that's really, to me, that's really tied up with the large gap we have in income equality, the large gap that we have in you know, the disparities between the different classes in this country. I think that more people would care about the environment if they had more of their basic needs met in the country. Committed to social justice is 26. That doesn't surprise me at all. Gender equality, almost half, so 49.7 points. Racial equity, (laughs) (laughs) 6.3, because we know that we do not have racial equity when it comes to law, when it comes to education, when it comes to banking, when it comes to all of the institutions, real estate, uh, government, everything, which is why, you know, it's very important that we, you know, say in the classes at UCSD, we talk about this. And, you know, if you haven't heard it before, there is no such thing as reverse racism because racism is an institution. So, yes, there's prejudice, right? Of course, that that can go both ways, but there is not reverse racism because, you know, racism is entrenched in many different parts of American life the different institutions we have, that the different benchmarks and different systems that we have that make life accessible or inaccessible, a lot of those barriers are put up or barriers are created based on race. And so, you know, it doesn't surprise me that racial equity is only, we're, you know, have six out of 100. Religious freedom is 88.6, which is prob- which is one of the higher scores that we have in this category. It is the highest score we have in this category. Respects property rights is 70 out of 100. Trustworthy is only 17, which is funny, sad, but funny. And then well-distributed political power is actually only 50 points because we don't have, you know, well-distributed political power. So let me see if there's anything else I want to talk about from this ranking. Okay, so heritage. We're ranked number 16 in the world for heritage with a score of 50.4. So when it comes to culturally accessible, we're about 60 points, has a rich history, 35.9. And I don't know if that's because the nation is young compared to many other nations. And so our history, it isn't as long, which would make sense as why we're not ranked as high. Um, I think that, and James Baldwin has said it too, that there are things that we that could be done in this nation because we have so much diversity in so many ways with religions and, you know, ethnic identities and racial differences and everything, but we just don't do it because a lot of people aren't committed to actually working toward that. So maybe that's why the history score is only 30, roughly 36. 
has great food is only 22 um which is interesting a lot of american food tends to be adopted from other places so maybe that's why our food score isn't that great i don't know yeah and a lot of american food that you know gets accolades would be things i don't know like barbecue i mean i don't know i guess it would depend on who you're asking i would think like what type of food is uniquely american and a lot of it is actually uniquely like or hybrid with black right because we were forced to do a lot of the cooking so yeah i don't know about things that would be like uniquely i mean i guess hot dogs hot dogs are cool um many cultural attractions 58.1 out of 100 i'm trying to think about cultural attractions i guess that would be things like things like theme parks music festivals because you know people come around the world now for things like coachella people come around the world to go to our theme parks like disneyland etc hmm i guess i can see that and then many geographic attractions is actually the highest score uh, for us in this category and that's 79.4 entrepreneurship we're ranked number three so this is one of our higher categories where we have a score of 97.3 um, within that group, it says connected to the rest of the world 100%. Um, I'm sure a lot of the social media we have is a real reason for that. Educated population is only roughly 68 points out of 100. And I think that has a lot to do with just, you know, the educational inaccessibility for many people. Entrepreneurial is 100 points. Innovative is 85 points. I think that's likely very true, especially in the tech-driven states like California and I think, like, you know, the Southwest in general is getting more on that. So, like, parts of Texas and Arizona provides easy access to capital 100. Now, I don't, I would kind of wonder what they, what they mean about that, like, how they come up with that score. Because, like I said, we, it also ranked us very low for income equity. So, skilled labor force is 77 points. Technological expertise is 95 Transparent business practices is 39, which doesn't surprise me because so many American companies utilize um, low-wage labor overseas, utilizes modern-day slave labor, pays people inequitably and things like that, and they're not, tra- they're not transparent about that, you know, trying to make sure people don't unionize and things like that. Well-developed digital infrastructure is 97, excuse me, about 98 well-developed infrastructure 97 and well-developed legal framework is 77 so yeah i thought that was interesting so i will link this article in the description box and you know happy 246th birthday to the united states i forget i know i didn't watch the show but it was a jeff daniels clip from some show that i can't think of what it was when he was talking about like you know, America being great. And it was, you know, basically just saying how terribly we rate on many things. But um, yeah, happy birthday, Uncle Sam, I guess. Okay, well, everyone have a great, uh, have a great week. (laughs) Enjoy your federal day off. Or if you're working, enjoy your double time. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.